Every serious person today has to come across anxiety in some point of time even if you're a businessman or a worker so anxiety is actually good there is a, some level of terms and conditions for that but otherwise anxiety when controlled it will improve your focus and you will have a sense of purpose but when uncontrolled that can go out to break down and then chaos and all so the book or or the book talks about what is anxiety how we can deal with it in a good way especially in the leadership scenario because our brain amygdala is having somehow like a survival mechanism where it will anxiety is actually acting on it but amygdala don't cannot differentiate whether it's a real or a virtual threat so it will just act on it it's our job to look at it manage it and channel it in a right way for our success so anxiety achiever or how we can use anxiety to achieve success in life so in this video we'll debunk the anxiety its benefit by the book by harvard business review and the author is mora arons eli let's get started anxiety is a double edged sword alisa mastromonica she was actually leading obama administration and all she was taking care of lot of task for obama and later also she was actually one of the most productive or effective employee so actually she credits her success to anxiety as per master monica it will give some level of focus on future you will look at all the things what is happening in the future the problems and you are trying to make solutions out of it so it's some way of risk analysis so a good risk analyzer it is good i mean the anxiety is good until and unless the analyzer survive if not if the it's a bad anxiety that's going to derail you and crush you and destroy your peace and somehow master monica is an example for that at some point in time she got crushed and derailed and she was been hospitalized and all so it's a double edged sword you have to use it in the right way so uncover your triggers is somehow like adversity and anxiety allow us to take big risk in life so anxiety is actually triggered by some activating events most probably you will not be aware of it it's something like a most common habitual response of us so if you want to understand or if you want to deal with anxiety you have to uncover those auto reactions and trigger and try to find the root cause of it so anxiety is actually a signal with information our job or to make it better for us is to take the signal from the noise so most probably it will be a reaction our anxiety will be a reaction to something we learned in the past so most of most of it psychologists call it negativity bias we bias mostly to the negative event negative event actually so most of our past experience our reactions to a negative event may be an anxiety response so the point is that you should be in such a point to create a choice before you get anxious or when you are anxious try to create a choice for you and 
elevate action elevate action in the sense what you are acting try to be curiously investigating on it what is happening when we i am anxious what is happening actually behind it some level of curious investigation and celebrating and integrating it somehow you are refining your habits or making it use of it consider it something like systems thinking because there are some things like stock market or weather lot of like complex systems are there you cannot solve it with a fundamental understanding of that that's a important thing when you are trying to consider if you follow our earlier books about perfectionism and other things like how to know a person and all you know where where we are standing on that so the point is that most of us will have some level of past creating us to be that much now so maybe we will be automatically following lot of family traits or how our parents has responded to stress or how other siblings have been responding to stress so somehow one of the good way is to take a differentiation of the self take you out of that scenario and response and traits try to you don't have to always be follow the same way some others are doing maybe you learn it you can try to differentiate yourself and make a new response for that compared to your family you don't have to respond all the same way so most of us have a negative self talk it is something like a simple desire to stay safe so first of all you have to understand that that inner self talk is not completely you consider it as a radio station or something first be aware and try to externalize it separate you from it that inner critic and try to understand and try to deal with that negative self talk so usually those anxieties creates thought traps for us imposter syndrome one of the most uh, known thing for most of the achievers is that they feel that they don't deserve to be successful somehow an inability or they don't feel that they deserve up to it so it come up especially such things come up or such imposter syndrome reactions come up when we are distressed so some of the response are all or nothing or something like a black and white thinking or a polarized thinking telling that okay only this or that we are not able to take our attention outside it because we are so distressed and all of our body mechanism is trying to protect us we are in a threat now like if you are facing a tiger your body is not going to be thinking something else so your primary motive of the all of your chemistry and physics and biology on your body is to protect you so that's what happening similarly labeling when you become to a distressed situation or a thought traps or you become a difficult scenario you try to label especially yourself as a loser or i am like that i am adamant i am loser i am something like that that's also somehow create a trap you cannot get out of it then catastrophizing it's something like you go for the worst conclusion you always be vigilant or thinking that okay something worst conclusions of that and you always be worried about that so somehow that makes inaction so one solution for catastrophizing is take small steps meaningful action and then try to learn from that also we used to somehow think that should statements are there like it should be that way it should be this way that way so that somehow limits us to take that binary way of thing it's only one way of 
dealing with it which is actually making us allowing us not allowing us to think outside the box and think about other things finally one another thought trap is emotional reasoning it's something like i feel it so it must be true which is actually no so emotional reasoning is not rational it's predictably or purely irrational so th- those are the thought traps we will come across because of the anxieties so some solutions to psychological safety or thought traps issues that you have to give some level of sense of permission a candor to you so you can get explore yourself you can reveal yourself and enlighten yourself by that another option is to have some level of movement movement is a medicine so at least you can go for walk or exercise or something like especially when you are distressed stretch exercises like yoga or something or some level of movement will be important like or thinking about nothing or going to a park and enjoy the park where you are not troubled with anything particular it's something about enjoying the nothingness another thing is giving a guided meditation usually yes meditation is good for stress by guided meditation because usually buddhist and other people are used to tell that monkey mind and all our mind try to just travel between the thoughts and thoughts and people usually think that meditation is something like no thoughts which is not actually true somehow guided meditation will be helpful for such people who have like extreme stress scenarios and all they will try to find some level of peace on it then find the shades of gray so black and white that's binary try to find somewhere in the middle find the shades of gray on the thought traps so that will give you some level of exploratory thinking outside the box and try to come across some solutions at all so unhelpful reactions and bad habits usually when we have some level of anxiety most common responses are something like overwork perfectionism which is mostly getting habitualized so habits are something like a brain's strategy to make or or it's it's search for efficiency when there is a stress or flight or fright response and all habits are something going to help the brain so that's a common reactions or unhelpful reactions to that another reactions is something like micromanaging suppose you are a leader if you are so anxious about things you will somehow maybe delegating the tasks but still you always want to step into the their work and micromanage it which somehow loses the authority or autonomy for those team members around you and they cannot enjoy or just put their efforts on it and another thing is that like micromanaging itself is something like anxiety married to perfectionism so anxiety is that if you want to look more into it we have a book earlier in in our channel about perfectionism like perfection trap and all so another point of this unhelpful reactions of anxiety is procrastination so somehow because of the reasons why anxiety is creating thought traps and all it somehow results in indecision and uh, they are not able to end up into a conclusions and all which may be or mostly result in avoidance also like sometime maybe they are not able to make their financial life in secure 
So they end up in thinking that, okay, I will not pay the credit card bill. I will not make the bank loan. Let it happen. So somehow avoidance strategy, like the becoming of the thought trap, their reactions become like that. So like impulsive decision is another example. Like we take decisions based on our impulsive response. Most probably that will be not based on any rational thinking or something like that. Another reason could be like spending money on things you don't want. Which is also unhelpful reactions to anxiety. People try to spend money to think that that will enhance their mood. Somehow it will. But uh, nowadays because of this uh, plastic money and all it is not all going to help you much on that. When you are paying by cash and when you are paying by card. That's two different sense of feel. You are going to have it in your brain. When you pay by your card. Your mind or your brain is not going to feel that low loss or something like that. That's an, another interesting part. Nowadays, payment has become too easy that even you can make your payment by your smartwatch and all. Another thing is that eating for mood. So People used to, such people who have anxious and all, they try to eat food or enjoy food. This may be common in most of the people like wheat, sugar or high calorie food or something like that, especially UPFs and all too elevate our mood so that that will enhance our anxiety or stressful scenario substance abuse especially on people having like high stressful work they try to not necessarily on the drugs especially maybe they will come across alcohol or something like that just to get their stress relieved but the point is that to we have a most sustainable solutions to it Mindfulness is the key for it. The best option is to ground yourself. There are a lot of energetic healing techniques and all where you can ground you. Most of the people which problems you are facing not necessary to be attributed to something very much in, in a normal medical. Our energy, we are an energy being also. Same time we are a biological being, we are an energy being. So calmness and clarity that is going to change your energy level compared to your stress. When you are stressed and all, your energy will be drained so fast. So the key is to have grounded and be calm and clarity and from that you can try to solve your unhelpful reactions and bad habits. So perfectionism like most successful people don't or less likely to be perfectionist because if you are perfectionist that will come with some level of doubt and indecision which is not good for a successful people most successful people will be taking risk and they will be taking quick decisions and all that can have multiple variants of that but the point is that perfectionism is some, something like a tool to avoid uncomfortable feeling it's something like a symptom it's not a disease it's something like a symptom it so as we mentioned earlier, try to see that self-talk, the other person. And another way is that, okay, that part and parcel of the, the perfectionism is something like overwork and other things. You can add limits to you. Okay, there is, there is a point like you can try to improve something, improve, improve. But if you try to limit, okay, I, I will only spend one hour on doing this or I will only do up to this or if something like that because otherwise there is no limit to it or if you put some boundaries on some things okay 
this one i will think about only here in the office or that one i'll think only in the home some level of boundary another way is that which is helpful is something like a pomodoro technique which students use it somebody like you put a time interval for you to have your task and then take a break and come back like that also another important thing is that as as we are talking about self talk and all try to make a happy childhood which you may think ironical because childhood is something on the past you cannot fix the past you are not going to time travel but actually we can do some level of healing like you can go to your there are a lot of healing techniques and all find your happy or or go back to your childhood and try to change the perspectives around that childhood scenarios and all that will give you or you can just fix your childhood going back that's also solve lot of anxieties and perfectionism issues and all control we think that uh, all the things what is happening in our life we have it is all in our control but actually that's an illusion of control we have very little control of most of the things so if you think something like anticipatory anxiety like you feel okay that is going to happen like what we call worst case scenario and all worst conclusions if such things are there combined with anticipatory anxiety you will all your energy or hyper vigilance on something especially for people who has been abused or trauma and all this will be more prone to such things so the point is that practice releasing control there is something which you can control but otherwise if you think if you look back all the things what's happening in your life most of the adversities you think at that particular moment would have happened would be at this point in time something like a blessing for you that give you some level of turning point suppose you applied for a job they rejected you but maybe because of that reason you become something else now all that things maybe it's a breakup or any other things so try to somehow release the control you don't have first of all you cannot control everything you in a in a in a in a in earth earth is something like a very negligible thing if you consider about all our solar system even here in the particular body itself you have very limited most of the things like your heart beating your brain functioning it's not all happening not happening because of in your control something a higher intelligence is controlling it even the other scenario also like as we mentioned even our human being our social system is a complex system as as we cannot predict the stock market as we cannot predict a human behavior there are it's a part and parcel of a complex system so you cannot control everything around you so you only have to put your best out of it and then step back and enjoy what's happening so adopt something like a practice mindset practice open awareness see the things as it is so that is an important things to have like a sense of absolute or instead of having an absolute com- control it's more like a realistic control or realism is happening on that another thing is that practice love kindness meditation which is something good especially if you try to be just that some kind of meditation where you share the compassion and kindness to all the people so somehow you are practicing it so that way you can you can be more compassionate in your true self to the people which somehow may try to avoid the people problems 
another thing is that try to be have some level of meaningful debate and refuse with you so some level of dialogue and practice that may polish that carbon and make you the diamond or get the diamond out of you that's the conclusion of the book feel free to check about other we have another book by harvard business review which is a new way to think and also perfectionism we have a book out there as well clear thinking there is a book also please uh, check it out all the books if you like until we come across with the book uh, another book uh, thank you for watching bye for now